So yep, this is the currency call where you will get market economic updates, key support resistance levels, trade ideas, and more. So this currency call is going to be very beneficial to both the long-term investors and short-term traders. Here we will be going through what could move prices, possible trade ideas, and also highlighting potential targets and risk. So a disclaimer here, any information shared during this session is not intended to be a trade recommendation. It is solely the opinion and views of the speaker. So please remember to do your own analysis prior to entering any trades. Okay, let's get things started. So yesterday was the release of the BOE Monetary Policy Report. So we have Kim Hong here, um, currency analyst at LCMS Traders, to share a little bit about that. So Kim Hong. Okay, thank you, Jinwei. Oh, well, Bank of England yesterday was quite a blockbuster, I would say. Okay, it went up and down. If you look at a chart, like nobody's business. Okay, so anyway, the Bank of England, they held interest rate unchanged at 0.1%. Okay, QE remains at 895 billion pounds. However, okay, the Bank of England said that they would actually slow the pace of asset purchase from 4.4 billion pounds per week to 3.4 billion pounds per week. Why is that the case? Because the Bank of England, okay, well, due to the recent good economics data releases and the good um, containment of the virus, um, the progress of the vaccination program as well in the United Kingdom, okay, the Bank of England actually raised their forecast for GDP, okay? Um, they expect that GDP to rise in quarter two by a lot, okay? It's sharp, in, sharp rise in. GDP, okay? And they also expect that GDP will recover to pre-COVID levels um, this year, okay? All these are very good stuff, all right? And they also expect that inflation to rise above their 2% target temporarily towards the end of 2021, okay? And this is going to be due to um, rising energy prices, okay? If you, if you look at the oil chart, they actually have been um, rising for the past <clears throat> couple of months, okay? And Moreover, okay, now yesterday I mentioned something about the committee voting on whether they would um, actually choose to cut, increase, or hold bond purchase unchanged, okay? So one member actually voted for a cut, all right? Voted for a cut. Um, we, don't, we don't always see this kind of um, results frequently, all right? Because not most of the time they will just remain at um, unchanged, okay? But this time round, one member actually voted for a cutback in government bond purchases, QE, okay? So what all this means, okay, what I've been sharing so far is actually pointing towards a bullish pound, all right? However, during the press conference, okay, Central Bank Governor Bailey, Andrew Bailey, said that, you know what? The slowdown in the pace of quantitative easing does not imply a change in monetary policy stance. Okay, this is not 
um, well, Powell actually strengthened, you know, with all the slowing down pace, you know, one member voting to cut back and all the positive optimistic outlook that the central bank is having on UK. But with this press conference, okay, what Bailey just shared, well, it actually threw the pound off, okay? Moreover, he also said that the central bank has not concluded on reducing QE, okay? So, well, before this meeting, many of us, okay, even the analysts, the market, we were actually expecting that um, the Bank of England will actually be giving a hint at least as to when they will be um, cutting back on quantitative easing. But right now, it seems like Bailey is just saying that, you know what, this is not even in our discussion yet, okay? So, well, that explains the weakening of pound after the press conference, okay, across the board. If you see that across um, across the board um, versus the other major currencies, it's, it's just like, you know, plunging across the board, okay? Um, so with that, we'll probably have to look at the June's meeting, okay, the June Central Bank meeting and see if they actually provide us with more, um, I would say, optimistic, hawkish view on um, their monetary policy. Okay, so that's all I have for now. See you guys next week. Okay, thank you so much, Game Hong, for the um, summary on the BOE monetary policy report. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so right now we will have Scott, Scott Andrews from Forex Briefcase Australia to share his outlook on the dollar index. Scott. All right. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us again for the Friday Currency Call. So in regards to US dollar as well, we did see it reject and move pretty quickly uh, back down to around 90.90 or so, and we're, we're slightly below that now as well. So it, it was quite interesting. Um, I mentioned that we, you know, I'd like to see a breakthrough of 91.30 definitely didn't happen and we did have some release of uh, jobless claims as well last night. You know, the revised figures were a little bit worse than expected, but this was a little surprise to me. Now, in regards to where we're currently trading at as well, uh, around 90.83 or so, trade idea-wise, I'm going to have to take this from Jin. He wrote uh, in Forex Trading Asia, and I, I do support it in regards to probably more downside. Now, well, what's going on here? So we did see equity markets move a little bit high. So we're seeing last night risk on, and that typically leads to the US dollar moving a little bit lower. Although if we delve into things a little bit more, productivity is up. So labor report department figures show it rebounded 5.4% in quarter one, which was more than expected. So what we're seeing here with the jobless claims and things like that is it wasn't really significantly different. So I would say that this was simply just, you know, we, we saw equities sell off earlier in the week. They came back last night and that sees a, a small outflow of the US dollar. And to be honest, it, it, if you have a look at this on the four-hour time frame, it's multiple attempts. And then a slight little catalyst, which was slightly negative, you know, this pushed it quite a bit lower. So you can see that happen. So in regards to a trade idea, you know, really 90.5 has more uh, substance to it. So I think, you know, a fake out could be possible here and then we could see a break lower. But we'll see how, how things play out today. And then obviously NFP as well, which I'm seeing. There's a few optimists out there as well with the commentators. So we'll see how that 
plays out tonight, but I guess, yeah, we'll have to see 8.30 uh, tonight, Singapore time. All right. Yep. Okay. Thank you for that, Scott. So, um, yeah, the currency in focus today is Canadian dollar. So uh, let's get Jin Dao Tai here, founder of LCMS Traders, a multi-million dollar trader trading account with more than $14 million on a daily basis. Yeah, so Jin, I'll pass the time to you now for the Canadian dollar. All right, thanks for that. Good morning, everyone. So it is Friday, end of the week. We are done with the first week, well, almost done with the first week of May. Um, with this, you know, today, Friday, looking at the Canadian dollar, we do have the non-farm payrolls coming out um, tonight. So there is going to be quite a bit of news, quite a bit of volatility that could affect the Canadian dollar um, or could affect the analysis that we're going to do on the Canadian dollar. Today being Friday, um, we, have the, we had the RBA monetary policy statement. Didn't do too much in terms of the Aussie dollar. Um, then it comes down to tonight at 8.30 GMT plus 8 Singapore time where we have non-farm payrolls, was, was 916K, expected 978K. All right, we've been talking about this through the week already. Um, expectations uh, that non-farm payrolls will be a good number. We have even forecast that it might hit, you know, a million at this point, or, you know, a million at this point. But, you know, one of the key things that Gim Hong said was that it's um, at 916 with the forecast at 978. The, the expected increase is not that great, right? So quite likely we're going to see good numbers from the non-farm payrolls. But with all that positive expectations or the expectation of positive numbers coming from the US, this might be slightly priced in already. So like Scott was sharing about the dollar index, you know, we've seen that um, dollar index bounced up a bit. Now it's retracing back down. Uh, we probably have seen it bounce up because of this non-farm payrolls expectation. Might at this point when it releases, uh, we might not see that big, even if it releases a fantastic number, we might not see that huge dollar movement. We're probably going to see that volatility in the short term before resuming into that longer term trend. I'll show you more about what I mean on the charts. But bear in mind, we're still looking at the Canadian dollar. Um, at the same time, we have the Canadian employment numbers being released. Employment change at this point was 303K, expected a minus 175. So we're looking at probably very bad numbers coming from the Canadian side. Unemployment rate expected to go to increase from 7.5% to 7.8%. So an expected uptick in unemployment from the Canadian side. So all this bad employment change number, bad unemployment rate will most likely lead to a weaker Canadian dollar. So sharing with you what I mean on the charts, here is the US CAD on the H4 timeframe. The last time we spoke about this last week, was, you know, I was saying that if it broke below this 1.2283 level, 
is likely to head towards the 1.2148 level. Um, it's done that exactly very late on, you know, it didn't happen last week, but it had happened last night. Um, there was a 100 pip move downwards. I hope some of you caught on to that trade. Um, that longer term counter trend reversal that we were planning or keeping on our watch list was for it to break above that 1.2320 level, came very close once, twice, three times, and fourth time it rejected, and that's what led to that big downward drop. So that big upward move didn't play out you know, in a longer term, so I'll take that away. In this case, as it's dropped to, to hit that 1.2148 or 1.2150 level, um, I'll zoom out again just to show you at this point, this is a significant low where we last reached in 2017. And look what happened in 2017, August 2017, when it hit. Um, straight away, it's bounced back up off this low point. And if I went further back, you can see that the last time we broke even slightly below that was back in 2015. But a massive reaction from that point was that big bounce back up again. Bear in mind, this is on a weekly chart. So again, now looking at the H4 for the US CAD, what we could anticipate if we see employment change from Canadian side going from going to about minus 175k. If we see unemployment rate does increase to 7.8%, then I would anticipate that upside move for the US CAD as we see that weaker Canadian dollar and as we see possibly good US news, you know, non-farm payrolls going to 978k, um, US unemployment rates going from 6% to 5.8%. Average hourly earnings going from minus 0.1 to 0.1%. We could see that slightly stronger US dollar pushing the US CAD up. So what could you be looking for? I would say, just move these lines in a little bit. Okay, I would say at about 1.2173, if it bounces off this point at about 1.2173, you're looking at a relatively comfortable stop loss at about 40 pips for a good take profit at about 100 pips towards the upside, back towards that 1.2283 resistance level. So this will be a counter trend trade, bouncing off this major support level. Um, do take it with a little bit of caution. Do wait for that news to be released. Do make sure that the economic data is aligned to what we expect before trading it upwards. In the scenario that it does break below this point, it does break below that 1.2150 level, I personally would be sitting out on this trade because being at such a low, low point, you know, we've seen this over multi-years, multi-year low, um, expect big volatility, bigger volatility at that levels. So, you know, the risk stands that you might get into that trade um, and before you even make some money or you make a small amount, it just reverses quickly back up into that resistance level. So be very careful with the US CAD, but it also stands a very good as a trade opportunity for tonight's non-farm payroll. Thank you for the um, analysis on, on CAD, Jin. Yep. So um, 
um, I guess you need to be a little bit careful with your lines. <laughs> it's getting a bit uh, accurate. Seems like you're predicting <laughs> the market. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, today is Friday. So uh, yeah, it's Crypto's Friday and we have Daniel here to share a little bit more about the crypto market. As we know, for the whole week, uh, it has been making a lot of noise. Yeah, Daniel, Crypto. Okay, Jinwei, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, indeed, Crypto, quite exciting uh, week uh, from last week onwards. I mean, let's look at the charts that we have here uh, right now. Okay, um, Bitcoin, uh, we look at Bitcoin. Well, Bitcoin didn't move much. It didn't move as expected. It's moving across because a lot of attention has gone to the alternate uh, alternate uh, coins like Ether, you know, Dogecoin, and a lot more other places. So um, you can see here, if we predicted that we look at it, it's like moving across. It did exactly that. Um, now the question I'm looking at uh, when I look at the market right now, would it have a shift upward movement? Uh, we'll have to see. Um, because lots of attentions are really in the alternate car, alternate coins, especially Ether. Um, Bitcoin more or less is like moving a really across 60,000 uh, range. That it would it be possible to continue to move up? I think in the long term it could, uh, with the demand, with the supply uh, dwindling, uh, still could continue to dwindle for the demand uh, coming back in. The usage of Bitcoin comes in. There may be a possibility of going uh, continuing up if it breaks above uh, sixty thousand range. Then there's a possibility of going. I would think it's going to go to about seventy thousand range, and that's what a lot of people in the market thinks it will be. But for right now. Don't think you should be looking at the Bitcoin. It is going to move across a lot of tension. It is on other currencies. And what other currencies are excited with? That's Ether. Now, Ether has been moving uh, really very nice. Um, we have here, let me zoom it in for you here even more okay so you can see too many lines i've been drawing um it has been moving an uptrend last week i did mention here you know that says looking at it if it breaks 2700 uh, level it will go quickly to about 3000 it did even better than expected it went it went to the 3000 and then within two days it broke above the 3000 to 3003 and right now hovering at 3005 range now what's gonna what's gonna happen i think right now there could be some form of exhaustion it right uh, as of now my my analysis coming in it's either gonna move across okay or um there could be a possible rebouncing down but i think it's going to be supported at about 3300 level range uh we'll move across this zone before another possibility of moving upwards to about 3,800 range. Now, the, the question now is, would it break? We will really need to see a substantial uh, price movement of breaking above very strong bullish candle. It's a little bit something like this candle here, moving above the 3,500 range. Then do we see can it could possibly be moving quickly up to 3,800 range? And boldly, if to uh, more exaggeration, it could go all the way to 4,000 range. Now, after this, we got really got to see the applications more. If there are more applications coming in, more people are using Ether uh, right now. But I think coming weeks with, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency seems to be really replacing gold uh, movements. We'll, we'll have to see. So bear in mind, this key level of 3,500 range is going to be a very sharp uh, 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 a key.
key price to be seen. Okay. Uh, we are seeing concept across. <laughs> yes, I have doubled my investments in crypto. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so this is something I would like to see. So watch out for it. Watch out for it. Uh, for um, I'm, I'm, I'm still into Ether uh, right now. Look, Looking forward. More confident following the trend. But as of this week, there's probably be a retracement. I think it's going to be like this. It's going to go up, especially in 14 April area. It's going to up hit the 2500 range previously and then it will be some form of retracement before it continues up in the consolidation phase so those who have ether coins right now um, i believe uh, for me i would suggest is a hold for the ether coins okay um so just uh, a quick uh, uh, movement uh, right now i know i promised someone to talk about dogecoin i don't have a, a chart here but Bear in mind, because Dogecoin has pushed up really fast. Those who have Dogecoin, it has moved all the way up 100 over percent uh, since uh, last week. Okay, and then almost 100 percent before it drops back down. Uh, bear in mind that uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk is going to appear on the US Saturday Night Live, so there may be some movements. He may, he always seems to be tweeting about the Dogecoin. So bear in mind, see what's happened here, and then those who are hold, uh, have the Dogecoin. Keep working for life and see what happened in the market on a Saturday uh, night, which is our thing in Singapore will be almost Sunday. Um, Sunday, I think on the Sunday. So look at the charts. If uh, see what he does, if he tweets. Hopefully he he doesn't tweet like uh, like us um, that uh, tweets uh, something bad and 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 it caused the the. the the thing to collapse okay because dogecoin right now i don't see really a big application to it it is really coming on a speculative coin uh, right now so those who have it keep track of this date time that we need to know okay so that's uh yeah they're not that's that's all for me uh Chibi. all right thank you daniel for the cryptos analysis um yeah i did see that you answered a uh, question about the signals in the chat uh, but at the same time, you know, maybe you can share a bit about how LCBS Traders Club uh, assists the uh, members in terms of using the signals. Daniel. Okay, yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, let me go straight to the uh, latest platform that we have here. Um, I'm sure you are seeing this, this platform. Those in the uh, members club do see it here. I mean, here in the LCMS Traders Club here, we not only give you the signals, we also give you the education uh, behind it on uh, what, on how to trade Forex and what do we look out for. We have Market Watch coming in, you know, uh, where, where I see uh, Hong Er will tell you about what possible trade ideas coming in, what happened in the market, you know, and also the currency watch list and the daily currency analysis. But of course, the question coming in is, when we see the signals, what do we do? Okay, so you can see I've opened up. Let me close uh, a bit more here so you can see it better. And let me zoom it in. Okay, so you can see that we do give the signals first in the LCMS uh, Traders uh, Club Echo from uh, desktop platform. We do give it. It's faster than the Telegram channel. It's almost five minutes before the Telegram channels, and we give the signals here. Those who are those who have this platform knows that we have infant on the on a mobile application, so you have, can get notification on your phone. Now, the question is, where do we get out? Now, we do 
as I mentioned, we not only give you the signals, we're going to tell you why we give the signals, you know, based on the five-step analysis for the fundamental and technical reasons behind it. We give you the chart and what we look at. Now, if we do look at the, the market at right one point in time, and you can see in Euro USD, the signal, uh, we will see hit take profit one, we will look at it and decide whether or not to suggest to exit out. And if we say possible secure profits, uh, you know, location of secure the profits, it means we will suggest you to exit out to secure your profits because we are not right at that point of time, we are not sure whether or not it could continue on the, with the trade. So better to close the profit and secure the profits. This is how we will suggest a lot of uh, uh, members here they give the session and we give the reasons why we look for a uh, closing the trades. Okay, so that's that's how we look at the trades and suggest for signals where to close here in in the Telegram channel, in the sorry in the Echo platform. All right, thank you for that, Daniel. Yeah, so um, thank you guys for joining us. We have come to the end of this session, uh, and we'll see you guys on Monday for another episode of the Currency Call. Thank you so much and goodbye.